All right, everybody, welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I've got my co-host Matt with me today, and we're going to talk about the Blackhawks game against Tampa Bay that happened tonight. It was a loss. They lost seven to four, but the score doesn't really uh, doesn't really tell the whole story. But be- before we get into that, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Do us a favor, give us a review on iTunes, follow us on YouTube. And um, and get the conversation started with us. We love talking hockey. Um, the whole purpose of our podcast is to get a group of you know people who like hockey and like talking hockey and having a place for us to kind of just uh, get out there and, and and talk about what we think is um, is is great about our teams or what we more specifically what we love about the Blackhawks and um, and have fun with it. But uh, before we get into anything today, I want to talk about Andrew Shaw. He re- he is retiring. He announced his retirement. Was that yesterday, Matt? Yeah, he, he announced it yesterday. You know, and I, I have been critical of Andrew Shaw, but it doesn't mean that uh, I don't love the guy. You know, I remember his first game when he uh, when he came in against Philadelphia. Uh, he came in with, uh, what's his name, man? Jimmy Hayes. It was him and yep. Jimmy Hayes' first game. They both scored. He got into a fight that game, and I was like, wow. Uh, this guy is really something, and he continued to, to 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 actually get on the score sheet for the next few games. And he he really just gave the gave the management and the coaching staff no choice but to play him. But yeah. um, he had th- 544 games in the NHL, 116 goals, 131 assists, 247 points. He was a plus minus 24, and he had. 573 penalty minutes. <laughs> uh, but most importantly, a really big stat that he had was um, he had 55 power play points and 14 game-winning goals. And um, he had some really, really big goals in the playoffs for the Hawks. And it's really it's really a shame. I'm glad that he got to come back with the team and play. Um, he's obviously a fan favorite, and we're going to miss him. But I think he's going to be going off to greener pastures. His health is of a concern for him, and obviously it should be a concern for his fans as well because we don't want this guy um, being 35 years old and, and brain dead, you know, just so, so he can provide us entertainment. So uh, what do you think, man? What do you think about Andrew Shaw? Give us a memory of yours. Well, I think you forgot the two most important awards he's he has on the mantle. The two Stanley Cups, that's mm-hmm. all. I mean, that's huge. Um, I, I remember his first game, and I was like, man, this guy. He, Chicago falls in love with players like this in all sports. Yeah. It's like, who and is he, he? Yeah. It's just uh, he, a sandpaper guy, uh, get dirty, you know, chippy, scrappy. You love him, you know. Um, one of my favorite memories is actually his, his the greatest – no goal call ever. The head, <laughs> the headbutt against the headbutt, was at yeah. the Ducks, right? Yeah, yeah. That In was the Western Conference awesome. Finals. Yeah, it was awesome and just perfectly placed. And it's just a shame that didn't count. They should have, man, because you know both teams were doing absolutely everything that they could do to score to try to to try to win. And um, what a what a blood and gut series that was in the twenty. Uh, that was a twenty thirteen run, wasn't it? Yes, I think it was. Man, yeah. what a oh my gosh! Yeah, that goal, and that and his uh, another big memory is him holding the Stanley C- Cup with his uh, his cheek bleeding. Oh yeah, that block shot against Boston. Oh, yeah, that's another gosh. great memory. Yep, man, and he's he's going to be sorely missed. Andrew Shaw is twenty nine years old, 
But uh, so that's that's two Hawks retiring this year. Uh, actually, you could we'll Crazy. say three: Crawford, Brent Seabrook, and, right. and Andrew yeah. Shaw. Nuts. Three important key players in each run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Seabrook in three, Crow and Shaw, Shawzi in in two of them. Yep. But moving on, uh, the Hawks play Tampa tonight. Uh, Lincoln gave up a goal in the first shot of the game. Uh, highly disappointing. I think that he's he's got the bug, or he's just um, he's just losing confidence, and it doesn't help that he got pulled in in the second second period, or he pulled himself. Uh, it, the, the Hawks were down three to nothing. They came back, scored two goals. It's three to two. Then they went into the second period and they put Subban in, and then like clockwork. Uh, Subban let three goals go by. Uh, Hawks came back with two more, but they ended up losing seven to four with an open open net goal by uh, Alex Kalorn, which Kalorn seems to be, you know, um, Pavel Bure against the the Blackhawks because <laughs> I, I, honestly, man, I think all of his stats are against the Hawks. Yep. He just kills He's got us. Fourteen goals, not not bad for a. What do you consider him? A, a top nobody. six or a bottom? I, six? I consider him a freaking <laughs> nobody, dude. I can't stand that freaking guy. Uh, he 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 contributes and he, and he does give he does give effort, and he seems to be in the right place at the right time when he plays the Hawks, man. And uh, but I'm I'm not a fan of the guy at all. It looks like uh, was it Cernak and and um, and uh, I can't even think of his freaking name, Mister. I can't keep my helmet on my head, Murphy. Connor oh, Murphy, yeah. he, his helmet fell off of him somehow again today. You know, th- this is becoming a concern because if this guy can't keep his brain bucket on, you know, is his chin strap not on tight enough? Does he need a, a new helmet? Need a new a new sponsor? Uh, get I, this guy a freaking helmet that can stand. You know his what? Head, man. He he looks like a skinny guy. You yeah, know what he I mean? Does. He he looks like he doesn't eat, but it, like his head is. <laughs> It is weird that it just it kind of just blows off when he gets a little speed. Or yeah, it, he's like that guy in Beetlejuice when his head just keeps shrinking. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> with the with the little uh, man bun at on the top. Yeah, Starbucks <laughs> man bun. Yeah. yeah, man, that's so great. Um, but yeah, his helmet keeps on flying off. Him and Kalorn got into it uh, today. Uh, not Kalorn, I'm sorry, Cernak. They got into it today, and uh, it wasn't really a fight. Zadrov no. had a fight with who did he fight, man? He fought um, Shen, who okay. actually oh, yeah, Luke Shen. was on. He was the the guy who hit Kubalik, and Eddie Olchek said it was dirty. You know what? I it's kind of a close call. I think I think it was absolutely one hundred percent late. Okay, and but Kubalik's got to be aware. You know, you got to know where you're, especially when you're skating into the zone. And you, they were playing. They've been. They were physical against the Hawks all night. And they, I thought the Hawks were just getting beat up by this team, and it just looked like NHLers versus Peewees, honestly. And it, I didn't see any fight except in our defense. Yeah. That's it. I, you watch a guy like Kubalik go down, and you got three skaters just watching. I mean, you got to stick up for your team. And, I, I, you know, Zadorov, we, we we're, we're a little tough on him, but he does he does try to stick up for his team. You know, even the video we saw him uh, – uh, defending uh, Lincoln in, I think it was against the, the Panthers when they were running him. Right. He said, don't touch my effing goalie. And, you know, 
you, you like to see that you got guys sticking up for each other, but I just feel like we don't have enough of those guys. Yeah, we need more guys like that that have talent that can skate and lay the body down if they if absolutely need be. I th- to be honest with you, man, I think we need a, a Patrick Sharp type of player because Sharp could score, he could skate, he'd fight if he needed to, and he and he'd hit people. Um, yeah, great leader too. Yeah, Very underrated leader. Yeah, he was a great leader. Uh, Wyatt Kalanuk had a great goal tonight. I, I think that he's been playing pretty well. Actually, I think he's been playing very well. Uh, he's been um, noticeable uh, passing the puck, he, he's moving big. the puck. Yeah, and uh, and and he's been he's been pretty big. Uh, who else? Who else stood out to you today? Uh, I I thought Hagel had a good game. I, you know, I he skates hard every shift, and it was nice to see him get that lucky goal, that first yeah. one. Yeah, and he threw it in front of the net, and good things happen sometimes. Went off he of got rewarded stick for it. and went right in. Obviously, Kaner got two assists tonight. Uh, he's at 45, which has been a great year for him. Um, and Keith, I was ac- actually happy to see Kubelik get a goal, and that's big for him. He's he's at 16. You know, we probably thought he'd get a little bit more, but you know, he's not. Who's his line mate? He's been jumping all over. Yeah, he's been all over, man. He needs a center. Keith Keith is uh, seems like a man with an identity issue. Uh, he cut his hair. He's got a mustache. Identity. And I think yeah. he scored his fifth goal of the season tonight. Fourth. Fourth? fourth. Okay, yes. fourth. I'm yeah. sorry, I'll get a little overzealous because, uh, uh, you know, he hasn't been he hasn't really scored much for the past, like, four years. He will always be a legend, though. Yeah, that's this true. Team. But, it's but just, still, he's, still. he's getting up there, and you know what? He still's, he's got the wheels still, and he does he, he makes a lot of mistakes. This year I've, I've noticed it more, and... My uncle, uh, he's not a big Keith fan. He's always been more of a pro Seabrook guy, and he's always Seabrook was underappreciated, and he he didn't get the accolades that Keith got. And you know what? Maybe he's right. Yeah. But um, Keith is, you know, he's missing his buddy. I think he's missing his partner Blimey. that he can re- rely on, and I think Keith's got a lot of pressure on him. You know, he's he's one of the core guys, and he's got a he's got a can't make mistakes, and he's got a uh, pave the way for these young guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, Kaner had two, two, two assists. Uh, Hagel had saw some uh, penalty penalty killing time tonight, some PK time, which I thought was I I, I haven't seen him on really on the yeah, penalty kill. Why not? Yeah, and uh, actually the penalty kill has been the top of the league since March twenty fifth. You know, it's really funny, man. Is the penalty kill has gone to the top of the league? But we can't score on the power play now. And our power play was at the top. It's yeah, like flip flopping. And, yeah. and and actually, when our power play went cold, that's when our when we started getting losses because we were taking advantage of these, uh, you know, one man opportunities, one guy in the box opportunities, and we haven't been doing that. We had a two man uh, two man advantage tonight, and we didn't take advantage of that. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's cost us. I think this was a winnable game. I, I thought we so. we had another. We had another goalie loss, and you know it, it is kind of weird to see a coach pull a goalie when it's three to two, right? After the first, yeah. I, I as a goalie, I, my whole life, I, I mean, I got, I, I did get pulled, and usually it was like if I was getting rocked in the first, uh, even I think most coaches give them three, you know, and if it's three nothing, like. We need a change here. But, I mean, the Hawks, the offense, they were fighting. You know, they were – it was still a game. And it, I felt like it's very hard to sit on a bench for a period 
and jump into the net, which Subban did. It's not, it's not easy. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it showed that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't ready. He didn't think he was going to play today, but I mean, as a backup, you got to be ready. And, you know, he made, he made some, you know, he gets lost a lot. And, yeah. The first goal was a positioning yeah, issue. It, it's hard. It's hard to sit for, you know, actually it's more than 20 minutes. It's probably almost close to an hour and yeah. haven't seen a shot in warmups. So, I mean, I thought it was another goalie loss. Uh, we, we need we need a save. That's what we need. As John Tortorella used to say, when his goalies weren't playing, I need a GD save. Your 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 guy. And he, you know what? We do. We need a save, and <laughs> we we probably could have won that game. Yeah, I think we could have. Uh, to be honest with you, scoring four goals on Tampa is pretty good, man. It is. Yeah, and they've they've beat us up all year, and and we were actually skating with them. And I give the Hawks' offense credit; they fought to the end. Yeah, they just, did. They lost because of the goaltending tonight. Again. They did. Yeah. So moving on, do you have any do you have any NHL news for us? Um, well, we we gotta talk about the the Stillman got he got a three year deal with the Hawks. Oh, yeah. I thought it I thought it was a good it's a good signing. Great signing. Why not? And um I I knew he was a part of that uh a big part of that trade. And I know the other guy. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his Borgstrom. name. Borgstrom. Borgstrom. I think those two guys are probably going to be on the team next year. Mm. Well, obviously, Stillman. He signed a three-year deal, and it's a great price. He's a big kid. Uh, he likes it here. I mean, he's obviously he he feels got traded he to the feels, Blackhawks here yeah, he at Hockey wanted. City. Yeah, exactly. And there's um, going to be fans in the stands. You know, he. Oh, it's going to be so different for the guy. He's going to be. Goosebumps! His first, uh, his first game at the UC. I think with fans. I really like the contract too, man. He, it's 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 definitely a show me contract. You know, a three year, yeah. uh, three year what four million deal. Yeah, and, and that's a I great like it. deal. It's a great deal for us. And what I'm sorry, Boquist went to the locker room and he didn't come Look, back. It looked like a wrist injury. Yeah, yeah. it looks like, it, like to be which, honest with you, it looks shockingly like um, like Kirby Doc's, Doc's injury. Yeah, it did. It Same did. Same thing. And well, you know what? We probably won't see him the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, Tampa they were they were beating us up today. I, I saw DeBrincat get knocked down. No one did anything. I saw we well we saw Kubalik go down. No one did anything. Boquist goes down. Kane. He skates to the bench. It's like, come on, guys. We got we can't we can't let a team with like this much skill look like they're. Like the freaking Bruins in the seventies and the the uh, the Flyers, the bullies, yeah. you know. I mean, we, we gotta we gotta defend ourselves here. So, I hope he I hope he's okay. But I I'm guessing he's gonna miss some time because it looked like he you know he grabbed his wrist and he skated all the way back into the locker room. Yeah, he wasn't moving it, and he just walked. He just went right out, not yeah. to be seen from again. Um. Anyways. So Bullquist looks like he's hurt, probably going to get shut down. Uh, one thing I do want to note and something I'm really disappointed in was the who, – who's the the two – can't even say his name. Barry Doulet from uh, Tampa. What's his name? Barry Doulet, uh, something like that. Did you – do you remember his goal? It might have been like the third goal. Third he – um, let me see here. Let me look on. here. He scored his goal, but it was Kirby Doc's guy. 
and Doc Hatton. Oh, Barry okay, Bullet. I got you. Yeah, Barry, Barry Bullet. Alex, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Kirby Doc had him, and then he kind of just stood there, bro. And then... Was that the one where Lincoln in was trying to freeze it, and he just crashed the net and pounded it in? Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You can't blame... You can't blame Kirby on that. I, Lincoln has got to find the puck, and you can't put your arm up and wave to it. You gotta. It's got to be faster. I think Kirby he, had, he had really a rough bad positioning on on that one. I'm I'm watching it right now. Lincoln actually threw it back to him. Mm. He paddled it back to the slot instead of pushing it behind the net. Like if you if you watch the replay, that's all Lincoln, and I guarantee you that's probably why uh, Colleton took him out. Did you After hear that period. when my audio came on? Did you hear that? No. From the video? Okay. No. Yeah, I'm pulling it up now too. I just wanted to see it. You, yeah, you'll see it. He he actually he stops the puck, finds it, paddles it back to the slot through our defenseman, and that player, uh, what's his name, Boulay, he he crashed the net and it was an open. Yeah, he crashed the net. He he fired it. So I mean that that's something as a goalie you have to. You have to clear that behind the net, or if you can, jump on it. You can't, I mean, you can't never throw the puck back into the slot. Right. What do you think about the NHL Turner Sports, uh, their deal? I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, well, I was reading a little bit about it. It seems like they want to do a panel like the NBA with Charles Barkley and those guys. I'm not a big basketball guy. I mean, I was obviously as a kid when we had the greatest dynasty alive. I think everybody was. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that would be cool. I think they should get some new faces. I'm kind of tired of the NBC guys, honestly. I, 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 I like Patrick Sharp. I think he would be good on that. He's, you know, he's a good speaker and he knows the game. He's a winner and he's very likable. I hope if they're going to keep anybody, they keep Sharpie. Uh, but I don't know what you think about it, but I, it's obviously a good thing. It's a seven-year deal. I remember we were hearing ESPN was going to get the rights, and oh, they are. They do have the rights, so they they're going to get a couple games. Yeah, they have. Uh, they have Turner Turner Sports. It's like TNT. They're, they're going and to be TBS. Yeah, they're right? going to be doing yeah. doing games on TNT and TBS, and they are going to be doing and ESPN is going to be doing some. Actually, I'd like to see like a statement with definitively every single thing that they're that they're going to be doing. Uh, Commissioner well, Gary Bettman said the NHL salary cap, which is tied to revenues and expected to stay at eighty one point five million for this foreseeable future, should be able to increase sooner than expected because of the financial ramifications of the two media rights agreements. Now, this is this is a big thing because yeah, more cap when, space. The, when the NBA got their when the NBA got their money, their TV money, man, guys. I'm talking about regular guys went from getting like eight million a year to like twenty five million a year. That's crazy. I'm ta- I'm, I'm talking about just regular dudes. You were, yeah, guys like Stephen Curry. Those guys are making like like for, for forty to fifty million a year, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and that, and that's what happened with their TV deal. So. That's I'm like very, five NHL players. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> yeah. like that's like uh, that's like three or four Alex Ovechkins. <laughs> yeah, and Ovi's a superstar. Yeah, 
and he's yeah. got a 12 million cap hit, I think. Anyways, um, so I want to know how this is going to impact the the salary cap because if it does, a team like the Blackhawks, who are, you know, they've they're we they, have they're it. not having yeah. they're not having really big salary cap problems because they've got guys on long term injury reserve and retirements um, and we retirements got, yeah. and so if we were to get some of this money, we could potentially sign who knows who and i will say this that the players who are going to be due for to, for extensions are not going to be getting those extensions and they're going to want to test free agency because there's going to be a ton of money out there yeah with these with these tv deals well do you know who i would hope the hawks hold off for who and i know he's not going to resign in columbus Seth Jones. I mm. think he is an awesome defenseman. He is. He's, and if we have yeah. cap space, we got to pay the guy. This yeah. is a guy that I'm sure he wants to play with Kaner on the same team. I mean, in a better hockey city. When's this his, is a guy uh, I would love. Up? I think he's got one more year. And I've actually heard that they might want to get rid of him sooner than later, meaning the deadline. They might want to get rid of him at the draft. Because they don't want to go through this media circus of Pierre Luc Dubois again, yeah, and Patrick Laine drama, and and it's not it's not good for the organization. I mean that that's all they're going to talk about right. the whole year. And I think that Pierre Luc Dubois and Patrick Laine drama, I think that took a like a toll on all those guys. Honestly, mm. I mean it's all like it's a, it's annoying when you're trying to play hockey and you got the media. So what's up with your teammate? Where's he going? Like, is he going to play? It's, like Felino said, you know what? We're here. When he was when he was there the, as a captain, he said, you know what? We're doing our jobs every night. We're playing hockey. We're not worrying about that. And it, it just it, it seemed like it really got old for them. Yeah. So to, to, to dig into it a little bit more, it says that it will televise all games in the Stanley Cup final in 2023, 2025, and 2027. One conference final, uh, final series each season, and half of the first two rounds of the playoffs, plus seventy-two regular season games per season. Scheduling and programming will be determined in the coming weeks. Warner Media News and Sports Chairman Jeff Zucker said the Stanley Cup final will be televised on ABC in 2022, 2024, 2026, and 2028, as part of the deal with the Walt Disney Company and ESPN. So okay. that makes things really interesting, man. It says in addition G- they will stream Gary more than a thousand out of market games each regular season on ESPN Plus, which will replace NHL TV. So what's Gary Thorne and Bill Clement doing? I don't know. Can you imagine that reunion? They would. Oh. They would. You know what, man? If they were to do something like that, I would really hope they'd call it ESPN too, just to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. The same theme. ESPN the same too. ESPN da-na-na, NHL theme. Yep. Even the NHL team, they had their own theme, I think. It was, well, wasn't it, was, uh, wasn't it, uh, gosh dang it, man. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Didn't it go like that? Yeah. yeah I, I used to have the uh, PlayStation game. That's it. It was oh, great. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember watching it uh, on ESPN2 as a kid, you know, just watching it on TV. Because it was so cool because they had, like, that cursive writing, you know? Yeah. Well, they had, like, I, it's, it seemed like it was either Colorado, Philly, New Jersey, Dallas and Detroit like mm-hmm. that's all and then Dominic Hasek got yeah. amazing and it was Buffalo 
Yeah. And I feel like they never put any other team they on it. Like you did, feel man. bad, but it, oh, Gary Thorman the on. They put the yeah, Flyers Philly, on late yeah. at night. Well, Bill Clement, that's Bill Clement's team, and right. you know they'd have the Flyers going against Pittsburgh and going into seventeen overtimes and the playoffs. With I remember a really late game, it went to like I want to say like seven OTs maybe. But <laughs> Gary Thorne was great. Even his uh, his uh, Paul Korea call against the Devils, the Stanley Cup final, I think it was like 03, and uh, Scott Stevens laid him out, and oh, all the Anaheim fans were like, oh, no, our captain's down. He comes back. He scores a goal. Gary Thorne, perfect call. It was great. Goosebumps. <laughs> Just thinking about it right now. Oh, man. Well, cool. Let's see. Is there any other NHL news? Well, Ovechkin is... He has an he, injury. He's got an injury, yeah. But and I'm wondering, is this the start of the decline of Alex, Alex Ovechkin? I think that they're being smart and probably giving him some rest for playoffs. Uh, they they tend to overwork him, but uh, he's he is getting older. You you could you could have something. He's getting older, and you know he, he guy skates hard still for an old man. If you consider him an old man, I mean, how much time does does this guy have left you know he's like what 36 37 i think he's 37 yeah, yeah. and yeah. his i mean I'm, I'm just saying father time of anybody is undefeated and it, if, if he's starting to slow down now how you know how much more time does he have left well they're saying he's going to be okay for the playoffs um it, i think it's more of a rest thing get him ready to go it's going to be a grind you know they're going to go against a good team Whoever it's going to be, the East is very competitive. So hopefully he can get uh, back to normal and get back in his office on the top of that circle and fire some one-timers on the power play right. for those guys. Maybe he'll turn into a defenseman like uh, Sergei Fedorov. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think <laughs> Sergei was more of a complete selkie. Yeah, man. Dude, he was a, from top to bottom, complete hockey player. I think it's amazing that he... He changed positions that late in his career, and he was he, he was really up. good. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, his speed was so – he was just such a great skater, man. Yep. Like, it, it just seemed like he was – like even when he was skating fast, it didn't look like he was giving like a ton of effort. Like when he skated slow and he skated fast, he just had this really smooth – It's really it's like McDavid skate. too. Yeah. McDavid is so fast, and he just blows by guys. And it's He's like, like really choppy even, though. It doesn't look like he's even like like trying to skate hard. He's just right. blowing by guys. Yeah, it's like it's the amazing. afterburners just turn on. Yeah. Like when you when you see Nathan McKinnon skate, he just looks he just looks so powerful. Like, I'd like, hate to be the defenseman that stands in his way. Like yeah. he will bulldoze you. Yeah, he'll just run like right over you, man. He just seems like such a powerful skater. And he's fast. You know, McDavid just seems to just he, he just takes off, man. You know, it's crazy. Well, Austin Matthews is at 34 goals this year. Really? He, he's scoring. He's at 34, and I'm looking at the the leaders. Um, Connor McDavid is at 81 points right now, and that's amazing. It, it, he's a freak. Yeah. And Connor McDavid's also at 28 goals. Can you imagine if we were playing a full season, what his numbers would be? He's at he's at like the limit of games, and we're in a shortened season. Yeah, I he it's amazing. He the guy's a freak. 
Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable, man. He's just been. I, they showed a replay the other day of of him. And I think he got set up by by Fogliano. He just just ripped it, bro. He just ripped it and went yeah. right by him. He had a, he had another hat trick recently. Yeah, it's it's just the Connor and Leon show in Edmonton. They're those guys oh, are. Yeah. And you know what? They're they're gonna make the playoffs this year, so we'll see what maybe they could stun whoever and maybe they could be the team that silences uh the Leafs. I know that would break Justin's heart, but <laughs> I mean, if those two could keep scoring at will, I mean you just gotta outlast you gotta have your goalie survive, whoever it is. I, I think Mike Smith has been playing. Uh I'm looking at the rookies points total with Kirill Kaprizov with forty one. Yeah, and um, I see, I see good old Brandon Hagel down there at number tw- at with twenty and Suter with twenty three. You know, it's nice to see yeah. that we've got we got some good two, promise two guys in yeah. there, man. That are Kershev was up there too for a while, and he he kind of fell off a little yeah, bit. He did, yeah, he did. He just doesn't know. He, they just don't have like a definitive role for him yet. It seems like I could see him going this really? summer. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to. I'd like to see him. I would. I'd like to see more of him. Because I like I think Suter that he could too. Turn into a g- really good player. I think he could too, and I think Suter is a good player. I yeah. just don't know. I, he needs time. He needs games, and I, I don't think throwing him with Kaner. You know, it, it's good and bad. I mean, if he he's kind of been quiet, but I, I, we got to get Kaner. Let's face it. We need Taser back. Yeah, we do. We we need a solid center that can play two ways, win faceoffs, kill penalties, power play time. It's it's a lot to ask for a rookie to to do to play with Kaner and yeah, help him out, adapt to his style, and it's it's tough. On the, on the bright note, I would like to. I think let me look at his stats for today. Uh, David Camp was doing uh, was doing really well on the faceoff dot, and I think that's big for us because we need we need centers who can win faceoffs bad man. Well, yeah, if they if they want to play a puck possession game, you got to win the puck first, right? And we don't, we don't, and he seems like he's one of the few guys that can that can win faceoffs as of right now. Well, you know. don't you find it hilarious when we are in an overtime game? The poor guy wins a faceoff. They don't even leave him out there. Yeah. And he skates to the bench. Yeah, I think and that sucks because it he's does. so great defensively. I mean, leave the guy out there at least. He's doing the work. You yeah. Know? Let him shoot. It's, try it. His faceoff win percentage. we even make overtime again. His faceoff win percentage is 53.1. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's not like, you know, Jonathan Taves, you know, no. 60%, yeah. you know, near top three in the league. Wasn't he at 70% at one, yeah, one season? Yeah, he, he was, was just, just like, high. just couldn't lose. Yeah. And uh, Kirby Doc is at 39.2, so we know what he needs yeah. to be working on in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, I Like we said before, I think, you know what, give Kirby some nights off. Let's not, let's not get him hurt. We're right. Every, every people are starting to get wear and tearing, and I, on a I, season I, like this, yeah, I it's we're we're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, we got 
three tough games coming up against Carolina. And we got some games against Dallas. And Dallas, is they're fighting for their lives. They are. Yeah. And you know what? They're primed to lose, man. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to make the playoffs and get destroyed first round. or But you know what? I got to give Nashville credit. I hate them. I hate the, the team. I hate – I just hate them. And Saros, he, he carried that team. You know, he got them back in it. And they've never looked back, honestly. I agree. Yeah. I am pulling for Nashville and Dallas to lose every single game that they have left, and I'm pulling for the Hawks to win every single game. <laughs> that, that would be great, but uh, I don't think that would happen. The chances of it happening are, are slim, sure, but that's well, what dude, I'm pulling for, man. Who who do you think is probably going to be the coach of the year? Do you think it's going to be Q, or do you think it's going to be Rod Brendamore? I mean, I, these teams, like, I didn't see uh, – Florida being a contender and Q really got that team got him playing well. I think that I think he's got he a very strong credit. case. Uh, I think Q's got a really strong case because Florida uh they've been kind of on on the brink. They sucked and then they're just a powerhouse this year. And it seems like they put it together and I think that he's a strong contender for it. You know, Rob Brendamore Carolina has they were already, you know, they're already established as a team to that you want to look out for, a team to yes. re, re, that could be reckoned with, right? But Florida wasn't, so I would I would probably have to give it to Q. Well, Rod Brendamore was a great player in his day, and yeah, he's on the he's a of doom line. Really good, really good coach, and there I I heard today that he's a free agent coach coming up. I wonder. What's going to happen with that? Because I think ever since he took over that team, they've been a solid playoff team. He works out with the team. <laughs> He's a freak. Yeah, he, he is. That picture of him with the cup. Jeez. Holy smoke. Well, yeah. what you know what? Do you know who the coach is of the Wild? His name's Dean Evanson. No. <laughs> I got to give him some credit as well. Yeah, I did not have well. Minnesota making a playoff spot. There's no way. Even Billy Guerin as the GM, I liked him as a former player. He had a plan and it's it's working out for those guys. It is. Yeah. It is, especially you know, when they signed Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter all those years ago. I laughed. It was, it was oh, a I big was laughing. deal. It was a huge deal and they were gonna change everything. And you know what? Yeah, they did have some good seasons. Uh they met the Hawks in the playoffs, lost every single time. Yeah. But they did have some some good seasons but it never plan- panned out to what they thought it was going to be. Yeah, I um, I remember when they got Dubnik, and he went on a, like a tear. Yeah, he I think did. he won like 20-something games in a row. Yeah. And uh, I think Bruce Boudreaux was the coach, and he kind of chokes. You know, he, he, uh, yeah, he does. He had really, really good teams, and... I thought for sure with even Washington, he should have won at least two cups with his teams. And even the Ducks that year we played them, they, the, if the Ducks would have beat us, I think they would have won the cup. Yeah. But, you know, he just, uh, for some reason, he he kept playing the same style against the Hawks. Like, just let's be mean to him. Let's be mean to him. Okay, you're going to the box, and we're going to get power play points. I think Taves had a hat trick in the third or the first period of the one clinching game, I want to say. Against the Ducks? 
against the Ducks at Game Six, and Dude, I remember he... Ryan Kessler was after the well, we should have buried them in Game Five, and right. blah blah blah, and this, and, or it, you know what, that was a Game Seven win. Yeah, wasn't it was. It, it was, it was game, a Game it was Seven. Game Seven because the Ducks just think, crapped the bed. I think he scored within like the first like three minutes of the game. Taves Dude, was a, on, t- on, Taves on a was mission. A, he was yeah. a, he was a monster yeah. that game. Yeah. There was nothing stopping. I think he got that. a hat trick. I'm yeah. pretty sure he did. He was, and we were we were. Uh, kicking butt on the power play and that's that's a coaching thing like what what are you doing in a game seven like, spending all that time in the box so yeah but back to They're back like, to we're minnesota gonna we're gonna i hope we're i gonna hope hit they him. do good oh yeah yeah exactly we're that gonna we're gonna thing. hit them yeah and we're just gonna keep scoring on the power play yeah that that's when it's that's when it's good to let them bully you but it's not good to get bullied like tonight <laughs> you know right. by a team that's not a, like a bully type of t- uh, team they're more of a skill team yeah so but anyway back to minnesota i i give them props i i hate them too i'm not a big wild guy <laughs> but you know what whatever bill Guerin was doing he had a vision and it's working out for him he named uh, that jared spurgeon the captain smaller sized defenseman I, i've always been a fan of him he's a smooth skater um just uh i it's a surprise to me it's 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 kind of cool to see new teams, you know, I, like it would be cool to see them make it and not um, St. Louis because that's kind of yeah. like our new biggest rival, right? And it, I think it's a shame that they're not in our division this year. Yeah, that could have been bloody. Yeah, I, you know, Jared Spurgeon. I'm surprised that Ryan Suter didn't get to see. Uh maybe it's just like an age thing, like they. They want him to be like, you know, kind of like what yeah. we do with Taves. Like they want him to kind of be the man for for a while. And Suter's kind of at the end of his career, I think. He's, he's still got some left in the tank, I think. But it's kind of a new trend. You know, you name a, a captain at a younger age and kind of roll with him for a couple of years. Right. Ah, oh, man. Crazy man, crazy to think that Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi are at the end of their careers. You know what's crazy? Ryan Suter was on the Predators with Shea Weber, right? Two very good defensemen, and they had Seth Jones. Yeah, he was on. Is, he was in his shadow, though. Yeah, which I I can't believe. That. I mean, Suter was in. He was known as being a good defenseman. Yeah, he, he was. He good. was. He was in the shadow of Shea Weber. But when he went to the Wild, I think he yeah. actually played better. He did, and he played a lot of minutes. Yeah, he did. A lot of minutes. He did. And Seth Jones, I can't believe they gave up on him, too. They traded him for, what, Ryan PK. Johansson? I thought they... Oh, no, no, no. PK yeah. was Weber. Right, PK, yeah. Weber. Which and then was crazy. Seth Jones crazy. and yeah, Johansson. Some questionable moves by GMs. It just and makes me they, like... Wonder. They met each other at the, uh, at the airport, too. I yeah, think. you're right. You're right. I remember reading about that. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you know what? But Seth Jones... You always welcome in Chicago, bud. You know, just <laughs> you hear this? hold out another year. We'd yeah, love to have you. He's a great defenseman. Yeah, I'd like to sign him and a center, uh, a, a star center, because we be, we need another one. That'd be great. We got the money now. Yeah. When, when's the last time we had the money to do anything? Right. No o- kidding. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. That's all I got. Would you got anything else? No, no, I can't wait. Uh, Next podcast after uh, probably Carolina game, possibly, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, or maybe we'll just do one just to do one. Who knows? 
Cool. Sounds good to me. All right, brother. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. We love talking hockey. Get at us. Get us on Twitter. Get us on YouTube. And we'll get back to you. But that's all that we got for you tonight. This is a Tomahawk. We're out. We're out.